Hi, I'm Hamilton Steele. The date is June 27th, 2021. That's correct. And this is podcast number one for Steelheart.com. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Ghost, his photographer and cameraman. And the guy who gets the bottle of lube. The extra pair of Pretty hands. much everything, yeah. yeah. The extra pair of hands on set. Anyway... So, the good news is, is that I got picked up by MikeSouth.com, and uh, they're carrying one of my articles that I've written. And Mike South, from what I understand, is no longer affiliated with MikeSouth.com. Oh, that happened. You sold it off? Yeah, he sold it off. I, I had a few email correspondences with him a while back, but uh, I got the feeling that good old Georgia boy has gone out to pasture. Oh, everyone has to retire eventually. Yeah. He, he was a real character. I think he kept that blog. You know, I always had a vision of Mike blogging from the grave. I didn't think he'd ever sell that... Uh, that blog but hey hey everyone has their price yeah well you know we're in the business where everybody has their price but uh, the article that I read wrote was uh, cuckolds are annoying we we've we filmed a few cuckolds over the years yeah I don't get where they get off yeah really yeah really you know and uh you know, you, you know what? Uh, to me, it's like uh, when we were at La Beverly. Okay. Know? And uh, you, of course, know what it's like during the day. In yeah. La Beverly. I mean, it's. it's Everyone like, pretending not to be gay because they're watching straight porn. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're sucking off the guy in the seat next to him. You know. Or, or uh, one guy. You know what? Actually, he recognized me in the place, and uh, he asked me if I could suck his cock. And I was Ooh, like, so went down no, what, what am I going to do? Hit the guy? You know, I was I was a gentleman. I says, no, I'm not interested in, in sucking your cock. <laughs> and he was like, you know, of course, in French. And he was like, but you're a great big porn star. And I figured you might want to do this, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what is this, fan fucks or something over here? <laughs> What would even make him think that? Well, I wasn't. In my defense, I wasn't there to watch the bloody damn movie. I was there on business. Yeah, but I mean, oh, you're a porn star. You must maybe want the to suck my cock. I mean, if anything, you've had a chance to suck a lot bigger and better than his. Yeah, but I don't suck cock. This is just it. I'm straight, you know. Yeah, but I'm saying if you weren't, you've had the chance to freaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do you do? But but the part that gets me is I turned him down three times, right? Oh yeah, French can be stubborn. Uh, well, you ought to know you're French. Yeah. Okay. And uh, at that point, he turns around. And he says to me, "Can I suck your cock instead?" <laughs> and I'm like, I don't fucking believe it, you know, and. As fortune would have it, the Gironde du Beverly 
<laughs> you know, opened the door and called me into into the projectionist room, right? And uh, I just stood there looking at him, and I says, you know, how do you survive in here? I mean, you've you've ran this place since the eighties. <laughs> you know, you're getting a lot of blowjobs from men, or and uh, but you know what? I, I have no clue where he is today. But in all the time that I've known him, and it's it's been over ten years. It's been even longer for you. Yeah. I can't honestly say he's ever fooled around with any man. However, though, he had the couple's nights in there, and I'm pretty darn sure he did quite a few women. I mean, what goes to porn theater if you're not getting any? Well, it's not exactly something prestigious that you get to claim. Like, I mean, when you go to a... <laughs> yeah, I can just see it. Well, well, he did have under his belt being the last one. He was... This is just it. Le Beverly is the last... Was the last porno... A petty? Yeah, in Paris. Second and last in France. Second last in France. Um, Apparently there's still one up to south. Not too sure where. Well, but there's the odd one. No, Here there's only there. one. No, but I mean... I looked through. I looked it up the other day. There's only one left. Uh-huh. I think it's a Nice, which isn't surprising having been there. Yeah. Well, do you think we could contact them and get back across the ocean and volunteer our services and see if we can get this whole thing going again? I doubt it. Yeah, we, we uh, you and I, we filmed some pretty good stuff there. And we did uh, some really interesting stuff. And I got to give it to you credit. I mean, you really helped me get into the mindset of what the French want to see. So we, we did okay. We, we I, I can't complain. We did more than all right. But... Uh, you know, it's a, uh, I think Beverly today, somebody was telling me that it's a grocery store now. So. It's not exactly the best spot for a grocery store. Wow, come on. No, I've seen gross. worse in Paris, yeah. Yeah, Petty is, is worse. But um, back to the cuckolds situation. I mean, I basically wrote and said, you know, uh, the way we do business nowadays is different. I mean, we pretty much deal with private collectors in one form or another, right? And when you get into these true cuckolds, they always, always, always claim that they're heterosexual. And that just kind of blows me away. I mean, you know... They're definitely not normal, I'll give you that. Well, well we live in the day and age of what the hell is normal anymore, right? <laughs> Being normal is almost an abnormality, yeah. Yeah. I think when we talk about where the jizz biz is going, and I remember when I first took the name Hamilton Steele, you know, it's kind of funny because I came out in big support of the internet. I saw it as the way everything was going to go, and I think I'm very much right that it did, everything did go to the internet. Um, I don't think I really had a real clue as to how it was going to develop on the internet. But today, it seems like if you want to make money and still be in control of your product, you pretty much have to get it off the internet and keep it off. 
Yep. Uh, we've done that, the adapter die. I mean, we've moved towards private collectors. And, you know, we've relocated back to the United States, or I relocated to the United States. I dragged you with me, and that wasn't hard to do. We were looking down the barrel of all the lockdowns and the insanity that was going to go on. I mean, yeah. they went full freaking psychopath. But that's, that's a whole other politics. And we filmed just a little while ago another cuckold over here. Yep. And this guy swears, and this is this like I mean, you know, this is the whole thing. He swore that he is a straight heterosexual male. And maybe it's because I'm old school. I don't know. But you know what happened in the video. The people here don't know what happened in the video, but the bull came in and rode his wife. Okay. And during the whole time, he, the, the cuckold, was in lingerie, women's lingerie. Yeah, pretty much fantasizing he was a girl. Yeah, yeah. And when the bull was over, and I, I, I got to give it to, to TJ. I mean, you know, he's one of the few guys who can drop a massive load and doesn't lose a boner. He's still going, right? What I didn't realize at the time, though, was TJ doesn't really care what he does. <laughs> because the cut cold wanted him to be anally penetrated. And you looked at me, and I looked at you, and it was like, are we supposed to be filming this part, right? Because, you know. Worst case scenario, you could just delete the footage, right? <laughs> well, that's the logical thing, but we've had problems with that, too. Like, no, 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 you're not supposed to film that. And people freak out. You know, I, I, I fucking hate dealing with civilians. Yeah. Logical thing, film everything you can, and if there's something you're not supposed to film, okay, delete. He didn't I mean, you that. can't un not un-not film something. Yeah. And so anyway, he had his face cleaning up his wife while the bull was doing him in the rear. And through this whole thing, he... Evidently, it wasn't his first time. Yeah, I noticed that. There's no way you could freaking keep your head down there and have somebody... Ugh. There wasn't even any freaking lube. I mean, he just opened right up. And, you know, it's a, a scary thing. I don't want to... When pornographers get kind of like, what the fuck was that, you know? But and he was a happy camper when it was all over and so forth, and uh, wants us to film him again. And uh, you know, whatever, you know. It is what it is. Money's money. Yeah. We don't have to edit it or anything. We just gave him raw footage. Do what you Thankfully. want. Thankfully. Thankfully, you know. Here's the raw footage. Here's your copies of the releases. And, uh, and that was something else that I uh, strike upon, is that it's probably more important these days than it ever was before in the past to have a paper trail. Yep. You know, no matter what you do, you should always, always, always have a paper trail. There we go. So, yeah. 
And I think paperwork has to cover a lot more than it used to. It can't be just a simple release. I mean... Double checking everyone's consensual and everything. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of like, too, a couple of weeks ago we had that one girl on here. And, and, and I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to say this. Nobody wants to hear it. But I think people are getting dumber. Oh, totally. I mean, it's been almost a year and a half of lockdowns. So I think it's fried a few extra brain cells <laughs> on people. I mean, being isolated like that, yeah. That's, uh, that's not healthy. We had that one girl that we filmed, and I, you know, I'm blown away because she came to set with a mask on. She yeah. sucked the guy up. She swallowed him. She did everything that she was supposed to, but in between takes, she kept putting the mask back on. Like you're literally sucking on a man's. Dick. Well, she even, it wasn't even just that. I mean, he had his tongue down her throat at one point. Exactly. He's like, and, you know, we took a pause and the mask went back on and she was like keeping six feet of distance from us. It's like, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the damn people who freaking wear a mask 24 7 never wash it. Like, ew, ew, you'd be, ew, at that point, well, just. Just take it off. It's healthier. You know, you know, what are you going to do? You know, and when it comes to the sexually transmitted, you know, uh, what, are you, what are you going to do? You treat, you, you have no choice but to put it in your paperwork now. And I used to, uh, I just got that all because she was kind of the, uh, the catalyst for me. I used to put it in part of the release as a clause and so forth in it. But I spent the money and I spoke to a lawyer and we drew up a whole separate paper now to make sure that we're indemnified and if there's any problems with sexually transmitted diseases or COVID or any other illness or whatnot, that these people are all entirely, it's on their back, it's not on ours. And, you know, I, I, I can't. You and I know the mechanics, the practicality of it. I mean, we can't go around insisting, oh, the only people we're going to film are vaccinated. Yeah. Well, you, you can't do that. I mean, porn isn't what it used to be. I mean, you know, if you were located in Porn Valley back in the early 2000s, you could probably get away with that back then. I mean, Sharon Mitchell of Adult Industry Medical in those days would have just stuck it in part of their whole freaking full panels STD testing. But, you know, you don't have that centralized porn talent anywhere near to what it used to be. Yep. So, you know, that's... And I'm really kind of glad we're not in France, because, like, I mean... Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're insane. You know what got me was every time... I mean, I remember was, a few years back, H1N1, yeah, they... Well, it wasn't even just... Well, we met around that time. Yeah. I mean, you know, H1N1. But what got me was, and I don't know if you noticed it, because although we met in 2008 around H1N1, about the time of that... Uh, you know, you and I didn't really start working together for a couple of more years. Yep. And I noticed that every time the government put up posters around the city talking about HIV, or as they put it in France, SIDA, uh, we had, A, more erectile dysfunction on set, and, B, we had some 
crazies come in trying to do things like put three fucking condoms on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing's funnier than seeing a guy struggle putting one on than another and keeps popping back off. Well, how many guys came in wanting to wear a mask in those days and it wasn't a medical mask, they just wanted you to hide their face, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, jeez, the adventures. I would have loved, loved, loved to film that. It would have been so bad if you get somebody with a freaking mask at the French president who's short. <laughs> I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that. I wanted to get a midget. I, there was there was this guy who hung out at Berbez, Chateau Rouge. Okay. Okay. And he was a tiny little guy, but he was Muslim, and he was always out there begging. You know, I went up and I spoke to him one day. I wanted to put him in a porn. This little midget with a bit with a mask on of Sarkozy. I was gonna pay for it. I was going to uh, pay for it. But he's Muslim, so of course he refused. Oh, man. I was like, dude, I'll get you a freaking... I'll get you a Muslim woman. I don't care. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I mean, of course we're bickering back and forth, whatnot. And, of course, when I speak French, I have, as you put it, that really terrible French-Canadian accent, yeah. right? So it was going... And what was funny, because he had that, that Algerian accent, you know? And he was like, no, 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 no. Halim and all this other sort of stuff, whatnot. And at one point, he looks me right in the face when his hands are going because he really wants me you to know, go that would have been the one time we would have had to actually get somebody in to freaking do a dub. <laughs> I'd have to pay for that. We don't have, have the money for that. You would have to pay a French guy to voice over his lines, get rid of the Algerian accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, uh, what got me, though, was at one point when I was offering all of this there, like I was trying to I, – I was offering the guy good money. Okay, but obviously he would rather beg on the streets. But uh, I was I was trying, and he turns around, and looks me in the face, and he goes, "You're Canadian," <laughs> and I was just like, "Sue me! I learned my French from the Quebecois, you know." But uh, so it was hilarious, and uh, anyway, there's all of that, and let's see. Um, Maybe we can go on to something a little less uh, anecdotal here about what we've done. Uh, let's take a look at my favorite site to go to, and that is GFY, and see if there's anything from Mark. And I'm not seeing anything. No, just, just your standard Mark complaining about Donald Trump. Oh. You know, I'm convinced that Mark has gay fantasies about Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally convinced of it, you know, and um, I get the biggest laugh out of him because I've met the guy. He's he's bigger than I am. But, you know, somehow I picture him as part of the debate team at school and not actually having played any kind of sports whatsoever. And Anyway, just because of some of his comments. All right, all right. So we've got a no-show on that. Let me go to my other go-to site and see if I find anything funny on it. You know what my other go-to site is, right? Um, Lunatic? 
Fet life. Fet oh. Fet life. <sighs> Fet life. Where do fishes congregate? Well, well, let's let's just take a look at it because I I, I want to finish this podcast on something funny. Um, looking for ladies with strap-ons. No, I, I love reading the personals on this because I mean, you you can't find anything more hilarious than FetLife. Like, it's it's a great site, but you know. It's a full of fetishists. Uh, well, yeah, but to me, you know, fetishist is like, you know, the guy who wears a chastity belt, you know, or uh, he wants to be stroked, you know, with, you know, the whole freaking bird, you know? <laughs> not just a feather duster. But, you know, <laughs> you, you get, you, you know, but you get more often than not just freaking bloom people who are freaking horny. And I'm like... How is this even a fetish here, you know? And uh, it, it is what it is, right? Yep. All right, let's try this one here. What you got? Oh, 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 here's the priceless one. Here, this one's funny. Okay. Play partners. Okay. I, I, should, I, should I give the name of the profile or should I be? Hey, you can give the first name. Okay. I don't think somebody else is going to be able to track down the exact profile. Okay, well, all right. The person identifies as a 25 female submissive. Okay. And their personal ad says they are a busy woman. Here, I'll read it to you. So I work a lot, and hubby gets bored at home when he's off. I need someone to take care of him while I'm gone. I work nights. Just come to our house and take care of him. Make a video. Let him come on you. Any ladies interested? Tonight. I'm going to be blunt. That sounds like a guy pretending to be a woman to get laid. Like, I mean, how fucking stupid do you have to be? Like, I mean, you know. Hi, my husband's all alone tonight and I won't be home. Will a lady please come over and have sex with him? You would be doing me a favor. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've met a few women where that would actually be a favor, but... <laughs> you know, but let's let's be honest. Yeah, but usually in those cases, nobody wants to fuck either of them. Yeah, well... Yeah, but, like, I mean, I just find that hilarious. Like, I mean, that's, that's right up there with the guys that, you know, send me a letter and say, Hi, I want to be a porn star. And they attach a photo, and all it is is a picture of their dick. Yep. you have any idea how useless that is? Well, you know, okay, okay. I can kind of understand it, because let's be honest, okay? I'm a pornographer, and maybe they're just trying to say, hey, my cock isn't pathetically small. It can be actually in a porn video. You know? And we kind of, we've... I, I kind of, for a while, have had the reputation of only filming big, giant, monster hung cocks, right? Yeah. But I think that was kind of pre-2010, because post-2010, everything kind of got thrown out the window now. And now it's like some guy with a freaking cell phone underneath the windshield wiper blade of his car getting a blowjob 
from a freaking damn hooker, you know? <laughs> this is what they upload nowadays. Hey, hey, he got, he, he's getting his John Wick sucked off by a hooker, okay? <laughs> he deep-throated her with a pencil dick. Oh, a shit. pencil! <laughs> I can make a whole new porn film, if, you know, called John Winky. Wait, 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 wait. If it was long enough to deep throat, in that case, it's not a pencil. It's a spaghetti. It's a spaghetti. Hey, hey, don't take an Italian shot, <laughs> Mr. I'm not taking a shot of the Italians. I'm just saying, if it's that long and that small, hey, it's hey, spaghetti, hey, not a pencil. I'm Italian, okay? You got to show respect to the Italians, okay? But yeah, you're right. I get it. Macaroni. Hey, wait. Isn't that the French president's name? Macaroni? Macron. Macron. Macaroni. I'm surprised nobody in France has picked that up yet, you know, macaroni. Well, the thing is, macaron in France is actually a small little pastry thingy. Yeah. It's not actual, like, macaroni yeah, and no. cheese. Well, you know, he's a small little pastry, you know. But, you know, well, whatever. They're overpriced, too. Tell me something that isn't luxurious, that that's not overpriced in France. Get it, what? If you get it at the supermarket. Well, if you go to the bakery, though, you're going to pay an hour and a leg for it. Yes, and that's basically just the same one at the supermarket that's been reheated. Did in I fact, ever... there's been a few bakeries that have been caught just selling the one from the supermarket reheated. Yeah, this French cuisine. Right? You know, they all say they think it's fucking great, but I don't know the difference. <laughs> I got a confession. Okay? Do you remember we, uh, I think it was what? It must have been what? It was around 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. I think it was actually 2012 because we were waiting for the end of the world, right? Okay. And you know how they've got the great big huge green tubs with all the freaking bottles? Everybody comes and just drops their bottles off yeah, on the yeah, side of the yeah, street? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Well, I watched this one guy, and he had all of this expensive empty wine bottles out there. Okay? I, 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 it, we're not in France. I can admit to this here. Okay? And you're cool enough that I can admit it. You won't kill me. So I took... There must have been about... Please tell me you refill them with cheap wine and not with piss. Uh, uh, well, uh, I wouldn't serve you piss. I wouldn't serve No, you but piss. you might serve it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Depends whether or not the check bounced. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I took it home and I got all of the freaking damn wine. I, I Googled to make sure these were whites or reds or whatever the case. I got, I got a rough idea what they were. And I went down to the Front Prix, and I got the wine that was in the plastic bottles. I mean, I got the really cheap, cheap wino shit. And I filled it all up, and nobody knew the difference. I had people actually raving about the vintage and the year on it. What, you know, what are you going to do? Amateur wine tasters that freaking dug themselves into a hole. And, you know, you know I think most people are like that like that so what are you gonna do but anyway i think that was a good first podcast at least it was entertaining and hopefully it was entertaining what we if there was any tidbit of information that we've conveyed to everybody is that a i think is having to deal with civilians is a pain in the ass b uh the private market does exist and you can corner it and c make sure you get your paperwork in order Always get your paperwork. Always, 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 always get your paperwork. And hopefully all this COVID crap comes to an end one day and I can go off grid again because it was more entertaining. 
So anyway, uh, how do I sign off on one of these? Goodbye!